0: I made it! Hello, my cold tamales! This is your Keep Perfectly Still and Bake host, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his vanilla boiling water cream podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. Today's story is all about being the hero. Maybe you're more of the sub, grinder, or hoagie type, but as long as you've got two foot longs, you'll want to try on these penny loafers from heaven. Penny Loafers from Heaven! By Matthew Sanborn-Smith. All cities have their bad part of town, but Chin Ho's part was the worst. For most of his life, he lived in LA's Koreatown up near East Hollywood. That's right, North Koreatown, where he lived a life of hard labor with little food or medicine. When he was 18, he escaped little Pyongyang under gunfire from the neighborhood council across a field of broken glass which usually deterred the shoeless populace all by itself. But Chin Ho was resourceful. He wrapped his feet in DVDs of shitty movies which cover the streets of Los Angeles like pollen. He hitched a ride with a traveling vacuum cleaner show that was headed out to the Mojave Desert to suck up all the dirt there. Once there, Chin Ho stepped off the bus and breathed the air of freedom for the first time in his life. Then he got hit in the head with a shoe. You okay? Mabel asked. Mabel was the vacuum cleaner trick rider. I'm fine. That was nothing. Back home, if somebody throws a shoe at your head, it's a lot heavier because there's still a foot in it. But who threw that? No one threw it. That's how it rains out here. That's why nobody in their right minds lives out here. Chin-Ho picked up the shoe. It was nice, a brown leather penny loafer, much more stylish than a pile of DVDs, plus it fit. He immediately looked skyward and waited for the other shoe to drop. Mabel got clobbered by one. Oh, I felt a drop, she said, peeling herself up off the ground. Chin-Ho helped her to her feet. Can I have your head shoe? Yeah, but it doesn't match what you've got there. I don't care. He took off the rest of his DVDs and put on the strappy red stiletto. This is the best pair of shoes I've ever owned. Suddenly, a downpour of shoes began pummeling them both. Back on the bus! Mabel shouted. From inside, Chin-ho watched as an entire warehouse of shoes fell from the sky all around them, enough to shoe all the people of North Koreatown. Everyone could run to freedom over the broken glass, and they'd still have many shoes left over for food. Where do they come from? he asked in wonder. Well, said Mabel, you know how when it rains they say God is crying and when it thunders they say he's bowling? Yeah. Well, this is what happens when God is searching for a turtleneck sweater in the back of his closet and remembers he's got that formal thing with Gabriel he's gotta get ready for and accidentally knocks the shit out of his shoe tree. Really? Honest to him, God's got much smaller feet than I imagined. No wonder my people don't believe in him. It's not the size with him, it's the quantity. He's got thousands of feet. He's like a millipede. You don't see them in pictures because he's always wearing that long robe. Mabel, can you help me get these shoes back to Los Angeles? It would mean freedom for all of my people. I don't know, Chin. We couldn't vacuum all of these shoes up. We couldn't even fit them all on the bus. It'd be a lot easier if your people just stayed enslaved. I guess you're right. Wait a minute. I have an idea. Within minutes, following Chin Ho's plan, the entire troop rode their busload of vacuum cleaners out of the desert single-file, vacuuming a trench all the way to the city. The shoes flowed into Los Angeles like a great river of dead cowhides. Once they hit the Democratic People's Republic of Koreatown, they split the trench into two channels, one low so the people could finally enjoy quality non-disc footwear, and one a couple of feet higher so the shoes could kick the asses of the neighborhood council members. Los Angeles was mostly free. once. More and fast food joints and cell phone stores flowed in right behind the shoes. Chin Ho was aghast at the horrors of capitalism he'd unleashed, but when he realized he could get a 12-piece bucket for just two flip-flops and a combat boot, he figured he could try it out for a while. <laughs> If this story shooed your fly, you can lace it and in other insensible footwear at the web handle of the Roman sandal, the Mango.com. Comment commentingly in the comments for this post, or e-email me and monkey around at Matthew at or write poetry about our goings and comings at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Whenever we do formal Thursdays, the SF and SF Signal stands for Sensible Fundies, the edible underwear for people who don't want to fool around. I, for one, am involuntarily celibate, yet enjoy the feeling of my swimsuit area being wrapped snugly in a... A giant fruit roll-up, especially going into the summer months. And since I'm single, I never have to explain why I always seem to have a reverse sunburn. By the way, if I implied the other folks at sfsignal.com do this, I must apologize. This is just what the SF means in my heart. Tweet from the suburbs to the herbs to the super herbs that all the single ladies and married men and dogs that aren't divorced, they're just going through a separation, should follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity, where I have nothing to offer but blood, sweat, and tears. And some nitty-gritty dirt band. Folks, it's the last Day of our fourth Mucho Mango Mayo. Being as ill prepared as I was this year, I am thrilled to finally be stumbling off the ride and letting the carnies wash my puke out of the car. But aside from the exhaustion, I had a blast and got a lot out of myself. Like that blast, for instance. I started Mucho Mango Mayo to drum up a little excitement for this show, and I've heard from several of you guys who have told me it's your favorite month of the year. I'm a happy goose knowing that you're somehow keeping down your morning coffee for 31 days in a row while I scream in your ears. Many of you are sad to see May go and hate the two weeks wait until the June 15th show. That's part of the reason for Beware the Elitist Mango. You get twice the shows every other month but this one. Click that get the mango button if you want to try that for four bucks a month, or if you can spare just slip me two bucks through the donate button. If you're broke-ass broke I want you to hold on to your dough, feed your kids, put a little gas in your car. Don't worry about me, the best thing you or anyone who listens to this show can do for me is to turn that weirdo in your life onto this show. Whether it's a coworker or relative or whatever you've got, I'm completely serious. I would rather this show be heard by a million people than to earn a million dollars from it. I've always been more of a fame hog than a fortune hog, and hey, I believe in celebrating my dysfunctions. The most awesome thing I could imagine is that two strangers bump into each other somewhere and discover they have the hairy mango in common. I love you guys for loving my show. Now let's briefly return to the stupidity. This podcast no longer sucks eggs, as it has discovered the much more satisfying hobby of giving eggs handjobs in the back seats of their little egg cartons, and please don't teach your grandmother to do this, although I know she's been around the block, though in her day it was more a furlong than a block, and there might not have even been eggs back then, and there sure as hell wasn't a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial share like 4.0 international license. Until Billy D. Williams steps up to Colt 46, this will strive to taste the fundies of Matthew Sanborn Smith and remind you that beware the hairy mango is the nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, stuffy head fever so you really need to get the hell out of my house you diseased fuck medicine. Good night.